Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Therese Skelly and another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. And today I'm really excited to introduce you to my, my very special guest, Elizabeth Durush. Elizabeth is in France right now. I don't, I can't, I don't know where the city is, but she's, she's, uh, she's not in the States with us. And I've known Elizabeth for years and years and years. And um, she's a person who has gone through tremendous growth. Like when I met her years ago, she was selling like $6 products on her website or something. <laughs> and being me, I'm like, oh good hell, that website sucks. I'm sure that's probably my, <laughs> not the first thing I said to her, but, but close, <laughs> close, pretty close. Yeah. But it's been a delight to watch her just evolve and grow into who she is today. So Elizabeth, I'm so glad you're here, darling. I'm glad to be here with you. And I'm not in a city. I'm in the middle of the countryside, so <laughs> there is no city to name. Where, where are you near? Where, where are you? Um, I'm in Northwest. Northwest? So 20 minutes from here is the channel, and if you start swimming, you'd hit England. Okay, cool, cool. Very nice. Yeah, I always love like the international flair we got going here, so cool. Well, here's what I want you to do. First of all, tell mm -hmm. us what you do today. Like, what, like, what's your business today? How do you show up and serve people? How do I show up and serve people? Well, I work with women who have decided that part of their spiritual growth, spiritual evolution will include creating a business. Mm -hmm. And everyone I work with is really, really creative. Mm -hmm. And I seem to attract, or actually they just sort of pop up around me, women who have been extremely successful in sort of the three-dimensional way, the traditional success. Right. And yet they've got this other side that they've sort of been pushing away or hiding or forgetting the creative and also the tapped in, tuned in sides. So what I do is I help them weave those two together and to create a business that actually feels, looks, and is them. Nice. So I know some of your stories and mm -hmm. you, are, you are the epitome of a woman <laughs> who is fearless, like just stepping in. So, so the, this podcast is called the fiercely brilliant podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And today you are being, being that in your world. Like you're being very brilliant. You're like living your truth. You're expressing. And I'm sure there were times that you didn't do that. So how did like this, like this, can you think of times where you were like stuffed in a box or not expressing yourself? Well, yes. Um, well, all through school, <laughs> Like literally. And when I, so I went to, you know, traditional school, I went to university and then I, I, I said, uh, 
no, I want to do fashion. I didn't want to do that because everywhere I went along my education, Mm -hmm. I kept hitting the box Mm. and I'm not good in boxes (laughs) at all. (laughs) So I kept moving out of the boxes and every time I would create something. So I have actually never worked full time for anybody in my entire life. I have always been an entrepreneur. So I kind of thought that was normal until the internet world came along when I started (laughs) thinking, I didn't like I knew other people had JOBs, but yeah. it just never occurred to me that it, it was never anything I considered. So, but along the way, every time I got to this edge where I saw that I was getting in the box, so those would be, be those moments when I was like starting to conform and, you know, put the head down to nose to the grindstone. It would be like something would just go, nope. So I have blown up a lot of stuff in my life. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I got better and better progressively at getting the message earlier mm-hmm. <laughs> until I got to the point where I wouldn't even go in to somewhere where there was a box. Yeah. Um, but it takes a while when you're doing it alone because most of what I learned was trial and error. Right. It wasn't internet to Google something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a bit slow in the front end, but uh, it's like the speed has gotten progressively faster. How do you, how do you play in that realm when I'm sure, you know, family said you should do this, maybe friends or husband, you know, like, like, so, so if, if women are faced with that, like, God, my soul is calling for this, but my, everybody else is telling me this. And on paper, it makes logical sense to go here. How do you, how do you help people bust through that? Well, one of the things that I do, and it's, it's interesting because I don't use a particular uh, method. It's all energetic. So generally speaking, when women come to me and they say, I really want to do this, but I know I shouldn't because it won't make me the money or everyone will think I'm nuts or whatever. I usually start by helping them tune in Mm -hmm. to what they really want and get it in their body. Mm -hmm. Um, And by doing that, just these little teeny things, um, they get more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And then you can start dialing it up incrementally and what happens is the people who are naysaying it they're all kind of standing around waiting for the woman to do the thing Mm -hmm. because they want to see if it's possible so in some ways it's like they're your it's a weird little cheerleading squad because they're saying things and you're going oh they're they're telling me I shouldn't do it but really what they're saying is please do it because we're afraid to do it (laughs) so you reframe the objections as as actually they want you, they need you to do that because they can't. Yeah, or or they won't or, or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah. that makes it so much, um, I'm all about, I don't break things or rip things apart. I like to dissolve stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just work on, I, I help them find ways to dissolve what they think mm-hmm. is opposition to what they want to do. Because mm-hmm. it's never really. No one's really against them. They just think someone's trying to stop them. It's so. a story, right? It's a story mm-hmm. in our heads, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how have you, because I've seen you walk away from things, you know, you, you, in your clothing business, your fashion design business, you burned that. I, you know, you just said you burned your, your mailing list. Like, yeah. what's the, because that's what scares people the most. Yep. Right? Like letting go of the thing that you're known for or the, the yep. quote security, but I've got a mailing list of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, yeah. so how do you, how do you shift that? 
Well, part of it comes when you can truly know mm-hmm. that everything is possible and everything is there. And that's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it happens overnight actually, but the road to that moment can be bumpy. Right. But when you finally get to the point where you're, you're just like, I know that I can, that something's better is there right. for me. And then you're like, okay, is this really making me happy? Like when I burnt my list, I, I had thousands of people on that list and I thought, you know, maybe I should segment it. Maybe I should save some. And I sent one email. I said, this is the direction I'm going in. If you like it, please follow me. And I had 2% follow me. (laughs) It was like, uh oh, oh, goodness. (laughs) By online standards, it's like, that was like insane. That'd be death. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because you know, like your whole business is supposed to be shored up by your mailing list. And here I'm like, okay, fly and be free. But then I thought, when I write to this emails to this list, I could just feel like it wasn't me anymore. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was talking a completely different language. So why would I be sending messages to people who don't resonate? resonate. Right. There's that word with what I'm talking about. So every single time I've, quote, burnt something down, it has been because I've gotten to a place where I just don't feel like me anymore. Mm. And it just gets to the point where, no. But there's a part of you that trusts, because I think, I think a lot of people are living in that, I don't feel like me, but then there's a void, right? Yep. So, so talk about, because you, you have a, an implicit, like, I know when I take this action, a good thing will occur. How do you build that into somebody? Because that, you know, if you have had a life of trauma or some challenges, yep. Yep. not so good things occur, right? So, um, well, part of it is learning to not be afraid of the unknown, And this is, see, this is, that's the void. The void is fantastic. You want to get into the void because that is where everything comes forth. Uh It is that it's like, you know, when you plant a seed, all kinds of good stuff happens in the dark. Right. So it's this incremental, like helping women get comfortable with the unknown. Mm -hmm. And it can be like the smallest little unknown things. Mm -hmm. And because I have such a background in neuroscience, I know what the brain's doing. I know the tricks that the logical brain is playing on them. So I say, okay, when you go to do this, your brain is going to say, don't do that. Yeah. And, and you're going to be ready and you're good. So I, I, I sort of front load stuff and, and give the tools and, and the ideas. So there's less surprises. Mm-hmm. And then that way it doesn't feel um, terrifying. It, and, and then the person doesn't, the woman doesn't get that. No, I'm not doing anything. You know, they don't, they don't put the brakes on quite, they probably put them on a little. Tap them a little bit, but they're not. Yeah, but they don't slam the car on and get, I'm not doing this anymore. And so, yeah, it's very incremental at first. And like I said, it gets faster and faster because we really are built to trust. Mm. So once we get past the initial, you know, it's like starting to pedal that bicycle. A little hard at first, but so going into the unknown. So let's talk yeah. about that because I think yeah. you know, like when I do these episodes, there's there's some there's a moment that's like ding ding ding. Okay, that's the th- that's the theme. We got to talk more about that. And this is the moment. And okay. so, so so what I heard is you you give the context, right? This is yeah. what your brain is going to. I do the same thing. Yeah, many times yeah. I go, your brain is not your friend. Repeat after yeah. me because the brain yeah. is trying to keep you safe, right? And so it pumps yeah. out all these fear thoughts. Yeah. 
Yeah. But how do you rewire your physiology? Because most people, number one, they're not even conscious of that. Number two, it's their default. It is the default. And the, I, I, it's, um, I work a lot on helping women become more flexible. And I, I, you know, I'm not talking yoga. I mean, that's great too. But no, I, I'm talking to step away from having these really hard beliefs and these really firm opinions. Because the more flexible you can be on things like basic things like tea or, or you know, milk or cream in your coffee, those are like these baby steps, but seriously, there's no difference between that. Go yeah. crazy and have it black. Yeah, yeah. And there's no difference between that and like you got to remove this idea that one thing is so much more important than the other. Mm-hmm. I try and get them down to the place where everything is important. Mm-hmm. And that way you don't come up with these like really super fear responses. So this is a little esoteric. You got you to okay. make it more concrete. Bring it down. Bring it okay. down. Ask me the question again then. Well, if you are wired to, yes. you know, the, okay. the, the, the unknown, the scary, okay. the, the, right? Because you say that's why we control. That's why we have the habituated responses. Yeah. If that's your wiring, because that's yeah. a lot of people out there listening. That's their response. Yes. yes. So give some concrete. Concrete steps. Mm-hmm. Um. It is it's a lot. Literally, I have women write post-its okay. that have what they want to think in a certain moment. We, we work on places where they, they do get triggered. And we already know they're going to get triggered at this point. So I'll say, okay, when you feel that feeling, and we, you know, I will say, do you feel it? Mm-hmm. When you feel that, look at your post-it. And it really, it really works. It also helps. I do a lot of energetic work with them and what happens is because my energy is a certain way we entrain with people so spending time on a call with even through zoom yeah, um, right. spending time on a call helps their body feel it recalibrate yeah right yeah and then that way it starts not feeling so strange because yeah if you're living in a in a very uh, protected lifestyle because you've had to, you feel you've had to keep your head down for whatever reason you live on a very, very tiny um, register. It's very like your life is very, so up or down feels really weird. So all we do is we just make this. Expand a little bit. Expand the experience. So they may practice with me. We, sometimes I'll get on a call. I've actually gotten on a call and hidden myself on Zoom. So that <laughs> the woman could, I'm still there. She knows I'm there, but she can record something and have it to put on her website, mm-hmm. but she didn't have to do it alone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a lot of nurturing, a lot of nurturing. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, there's a lot of pop psychology. Oh, say affirmations. You know what I mean? Like, like, eh, and you gotta go with the rewiring part of it. You like, and, and that's the maddening thing. I don't think we can do it ourselves. We really can't. Like, I know, you know, as, as a healer myself, I have people work on me. You have people work on you. There, there are places where we've just got to have that other say, yes. Oh, like, you know, kind of pull you out of it and give you a different possibility. And a different point of view, mm-hmm. because I see things. So a woman can say, I'll, I'll ask her a question and she'll give me a big, long answer. And, you know, I'll like, well, you know, you just said to me, and they'll say, no, I didn't. I'll say, yes, you did. Because we don't even hear ourselves exactly. speaking. Exactly. So 
they know what they're capable of, but they don't even hear it when it comes out of their own mouth. So yeah, a lot of the times I'm just re-saying it back mm-hmm. and then, then their brain registers it and then they right. go, oh, oh, yeah, you're right. That's right. So let's oh, yeah. talk, because you, you, um, you shared the story when we first started before, before we started recording of kind of like now you're fully expressed. All yourself is fully expressed and how somebody was like, I didn't know you were that. And so what do you think holds people? So two questions. What do you think holds people back from really being all out? And then how'd you get there? So answer the first question. What do I think holds women yeah, back? Yeah, why, why do you hold, why do you, because we, we sort of have an inkling of, God, I would rather say this, I'd rather be this. I, like, you got to be really unconscious to not know what you want, right? And we try really hard, like, no, 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 I can't hear yeah, it. Yeah. But once yeah. we get it, how do we just like full on? To actually to yes. do it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that a lot of it has to come from, looking at what's what you know the scripts you're running in your head and becoming aware like is it really that dangerous to say this Mm -hmm. is it you know am i really going to get hurt if i right do a video online like am i physically going to be injured because we know (laughs) most chances it's not they don't they don't Um, need people today for speaking this kind of stuff right well yeah not not in the developed world anyway (laughs) but um yeah and so it's it's really getting it's it's an interesting dance between the logical brain Mm -hmm. and the, the you know your other parts because the other parts are saying you want to do this, you want to do this, logical brain saying, no, you can't, no, you can't. And so what you do is you go, well, logical brain, you know, nobody gets in trouble for saying this on a video. Really? Oh, and it's proof. So a lot of what works is we need to see that somebody else did it Mm. and they were okay. It has to be modeled. So like telling these stories, we're modeling. Yeah, it's possible. And yeah, it's good. That's the goal. That's what this podcast is about, right? The modeling. Yeah. So I call that resistance, like those little thoughts, the voices, the mm-hmm. I couldn't because, and, and most of us, we hit that and then we just go, oh, well, psh, I can't. As mm-hmm. opposed to, isn't that fascinating? There's a part of me that's saying this. So yeah. like dialoguing, understanding, taking the power out of it, because it's never going to go away. It's not like, like a lot of people think, well, when I don't, when I don't hear that, no, 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 you got to go alongside it. Like, okay, you're, you're telling me I'm going to die. We're good. I'm all right. You know, you gotta well, there's that. Yeah. yeah. And it is never going to go away because as you were saying before, our bodies, our physical bodies are wired for survival. Right. And as long as your body has in its little list, this thing is dangerous. <laughs> it's always going to be dangerous until you belong to your body. Yeah. It's not. That's right. When, I, when yeah. I was very early in my coaching program, very, like, like year one or whatever, I was working with a mentor and I was like, I was launching or there was something I was doing and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, it was all neurotic, shockingly that I was neurotic back in those days. <laughs> I know y'all are surprised. And the mentor, because I was like, but I'm this way, I'm this way. And he's like, maybe that's just your process. Maybe you could accept that that's just what you do. You just get a little goofy before you do something big. And it was so helpful because I was assigning like, wow, because I feel this way, something's wrong with me, as opposed to, well, for now, this is how I do it. I get worked up, I get goofy, and then I still do it. Now I don't do it. But, but the reframe, instead of, I can't do this because of that, 
it was a super helpful reframe. So do you have any other tips or tools to help women just like, just because you are one of the most fully expressed women, like you're, you're way out there and in, in, in the, your fullness. And so, so two tips, two tips or five, whatever number you want. Cause I don't Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> every, every single time that you say, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the reason you're assigning to that and decide who are you giving that power to? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time we're giving power to some nameless, faceless, somebody out there, mm-hmm. which frankly, why are you doing that? Right. So bring the power every single time we're, we're taught to be selfless and to look after others and all that, which is great and is important. But if we don't look after ourselves and I'm not even talking self-care, I'm just talking coming from what is the most important thing for you, then you can't do anything else. So every single time, oh, I couldn't say that. Why? Who said so? And what, are they, what do you think they're going to do to you? And as you, this is that logical thing, you walk down it and you go, well, wait a minute. There's really nobody that's going to come through my computer and grab me if I write that thing. <laughs> so, and then it just keep looking. We are so, I watch women who will say, oh, well, I just thought I'd make a tiny little video. Why are you diminishing that? Right, right. Or just, that's another one. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd just write an email. Well, right. write it. Write the email. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and we are, it's easy to buy into this stuff that what we're doing isn't important, but mm-hmm. is it serving you? I said to someone yesterday, she's really, you'll love this. She's really into politics. She's an American Oof. and she's freaking. Mm-hmm. And I said, I suggest that you not follow it so closely. Yeah. And she said, but I have to. I said, why? Uh, because it means I'm smart. I said, oh. I don't follow politics at all. And I have no question about my intelligence. Yeah. So what There's are you doing? There. Is it adding to your life? If it's not adding to your life, don't do it. That that's is a tip. That's the greatest question ever. Is it adding? Because I think a lot of us didn't get that permission. You know, if you're over 40 as a woman, you probably didn't hear that permission because you're supposed (laughs) to add to somebody else's life, right? That was our role to add to somebody else's life, make your kid's life or your family's life or whatever. And so just, I'm going to leave them with that tip. That is like, (laughs) is it like that literally run that everything through that? Is it adding to my life? It's that simple. It is that simple. Yeah. 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 And if you, if you find a no, and then you lack the courage to make the choice. So, so sometimes just, just the question is like part one, just ask the question. Just that's a nice little intervention. Yes. Yes. Is like I said to this woman, so she wakes up in the morning and she gets on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I said, and she's a, uh, she's a writer. And I said, so are you here to just look at other people's stuff? Or are you here to share what you have to say? As she looked at me, I hope she never sees this. She took her phone and she deleted Twitter. <laughs> she said, no, I am here wow. to say what I'm here to say. Wow. So that's a seemingly tiny little action. That's huge. But what does that do to you? Yeah. Right, right. So these little, it doesn't have to be jumping off a tall building for it to count. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's little a little bit really story. add up. That's a wonderful story. Beautiful. So where can people find you and follow you? Well, the 
the easiest place is my website, elizabethdayrush.com. And I also have a Facebook group called the Creatrix Circle. And uh, you can find that by going through me or searching for it on Facebook. And we'll have, we'll have those links in the, in the show notes as well. So it's so fun to hang out with you again. Um, so any last thing before we wrap up, is any, any like thing on your heart to speak or in any, any just thing coming through that you want to share? I think it goes back to just really life and from your, what feels best for you. So any single, any time that you feel a little off, this isn't quite right. Okay. You don't maybe have to stop it, but at least mark somewhere in your mind that you felt that. And the more you feel that, the more you start getting your own compass. Yeah. Right. Then the more other things start to become really easy because you get really good at knowing when you're off course. Mm-hmm. And then you don't end up way down out in left field and go, <laughs> how did I get here? Because you have, been, you have been bringing yourself back to center over and over and over every day. Nice. So, so we're basically retraining. You know, I think so many of us look outside for our information, our validation, what yep. I should do. And so you're all about go inside, go inside, go inside, go inside. That's where all the and then go out and then express. But until you're inside and center, right? You don't have anything really to really interesting to express. Yeah, I love that. Well, you are fascinating and interesting, my dears. It's been really fun to hang out with you today. Gang, follow her again. Leave in the show notes. And if you liked this episode, leave a review. It's um, the more reviews, the more exposure. So we'd appreciate you leaving a review. And Elizabeth, mwah, big hugs. Really nice to hang out with you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you. We'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.